To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Kerry Woodham Mornings podcast from Newstalk ZB. There's been quite a bit of chat around a report that's due to come out from the IRD that looks at 400 of the wealthiest families and individuals in New Zealand. And this morning there was a speculative piece in the spin-off suggesting that that IRD report could be paving the way for an introduction of a capital gains tax, a tax that Jacinda Ardern promised would be ruled out as long as she was Prime Minister, but she's not the PM anymore. Chris Hipkins is. And he has made no such promises. He's also shown a readiness to tear up whatever legacy Jacinda Ardern was hoping to leave and creating his own form of leadership. At the same time as the IRD releases its report, Treasury is releasing a related piece of analysis into the effective tax rate of New Zealanders across income and wealth distributions. Now, the spin-off slant is that a capital gains tax should be introduced. They say we're the only country in the OECD in which capital gains, a profit on the sale of investments, is not a significant part of the tax system. So amongst the 38 wealthy member nations of the OECD, we are the only country without capital gains tax. And in this, we're seen as an outlier in global tax circles. Now, we do have the Brightline test, which applies to property sold within 10 years of being purchased. The spin-off says as a proportion of income created and revenue raised, its contribution to the tax base is negligible, but then it has only been around for a few years. So, of course, the contribution would be negligible. You'll start to see, I suppose, the, the income going up as the years go by. Commentators who were quoted in the story say it's about fairness. The population aged over 65 will soon exceed those aged under 15. And for New Zealand, that is a massive change. As recently as the 1990s, there were twice as many young people as superannuitants. So when you have more people over 65, you have fewer people earning. There will be a significant decline in the number of people working for wages, running their own businesses, earning money, making stuff, making an income for the country versus those who are receiving money, beneficiaries and superannuitants. There will be a doubling of superannuation contributions relative to GDP in 20 to 30 years and the same is true for healthcare costs. When you look at the numbers, and it's not true by any means of every single individual, but when you look at the numbers, over 65s are the wealthiest group of New Zealanders by far. But you would expect that after a lifetime of earning, of putting money aside, of buying properties, it's not they haven't got there by any kind of nefarious means. It's after a lifetime of working, you would hope that there would be some money stashed away. If you've just started off your working life or set up your business, and you're in your mid-twenties, you're not going to be the wealthiest. So the over-65s are the wealthiest group of New Zealanders by far. They're almost all eligible for the super, and they are the largest users of the healthcare system. Commentators say they simply have to start paying their way, and the fairest way to do that 
is by introducing a capital gains tax. So it's a speculative piece. It's well written. It's well worth reading. Um, the commentators they use are knowledgeable. And I think they make a case for a capital gains tax fairly clearly. Jacinda Ardern, I, I always found that very odd that she backed away from something that she had held as a lifelong principle that there should be a capital gains tax. And then she gave it up very, very quickly and ruled it out as long as she was leader of the Labour Party. Now is an opportunity for Chris Hipkins as Prime Minister, for David Parker, the Revenue Minister who favours his CGT, to introduce one. Is it about fairness? I'd love to get your views. I mean, it is speculative, don't get me wrong. We don't know what the report is going to say, but there is absolutely no reason to think that Chris Hipkins would honour a promise made by somebody else entirely. It was purely personal for Jacinda Ardern to say, under her watch, there would be no capital gains tax. He can do what he likes. Should he introduce a CGT? Is it, as the commentators say, simply an issue of fairness? For more from Kerry Woodham Mornings, listen live to News Talk ZB from 9am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.